Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 795 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. I'm back from JD's home state, the state of Iowa, back from Coralville. I'm joined today by James Dean Raider, who's got a wolf shirt on, it looks like. Wow. Helen at the moon, and we got Ben Funky Askren, who's... He looks like some sort of a woodland creature in that picture on his... Uh, Wood, woodland? His he looks like a lion with that mane. Yeah, or yeah, a, jung- a jungle uh, cat. Jungle cat. Jungle cat Ben, soapbox Ben. We were on a, a social media soapbox before we had to start the show. Um, and it all kind of connects uh, the, the whole conversation, but wanted, wanted to start today... First off, great, great weekend in Coralville. A lot of awesome wrestling. But uh, a, a dominator of the conversation was the the attendance at World Team Trials, it being uh, quite low, which was uh, obvious to people there and people watching online that there, there was not a lot of attendance. And I think there's a lot of, um, a lot of um, well, I would say myopia. I think there's a little bit of... Uh, That's a big word. I think there's a lot of people that are not... that. A lot of people with opinions on it, on freestyle attendance that actually don't go to freestyle events, which I was there in Madison in 2014 and 2015, where the entire half of the bowl wasn't even used. So they just moved all the people to one half. Um, and, and I think a few very small, uh, a small number of ev- freestyle events are being used as like, oh, this was the norm before this situation, the final X or whatever was happening. I mean, I was there at State College for Final X where David Taylor was the headliner to make his first world team, and it was about half attended. Um, yeah. So the bottom line is freestyle wrestling, unfortunately, uh, is not a draw on the level or even half half of college. That's just the reality. And, not half. Uh, there's been Iowa a couple fans, days that are well attended though. Not it's not you're right, it's not the norm, but there's That's have what been I'm saying. I mean, even okay. even think about this, Ben. Um, I'm I'm naming USA wrestling events. I'm thinking about uh the great events, great wrestling. I mean, everyone points to the twenty seventeen World Team Trials, which were, you know, that was Burroughs. A lot day. of empty stands in twenty seventeen. <laughs> and even still there were. It, but it was I, w- I would say it was a well attended event but that had it was like, it was like 34,000, right? That had Jaden versus uh David. That had Dake versus Burroughs. It had Gilman versus Iowa. Don't there. forget juniors. And juniors. Too. Yeah, so an, an entire additional event was there. So my point is there's not a lot of examples of well attended events. I remember in 2018 they had uh, World Team Trials at, in Rochester, Minnesota. It didn't look as bad because it was in a, it was in a much smaller, smaller, not even an arena. Yeah. It was basically like a, like yeah. a gym. So it's not, it's, you know, People want college wrestling and freestyle wrestling. You know, even if you go in a hotbed, if you go to Pennsylvania, if you go to Iowa, if it's not, it's not even if it's, if it's Iowa wrestlers. It's got to be University well, of they're, Iowa they're, needs to be wrestling. It's not if it's a Penn State wrestler. It's got to be a Penn, the Penn State wrestling team. Um, because well, for the record, you throw in Spencer Lee, Alex Marinelli, yeah. uh, those guys, even now, there would be a few more people there, no doubt. But because it, it was, Pennsylvania was competing. It was even surprisingly low, uh, even for a world team trials event, for a freestyle event. It was surprisingly low this weekend, but not like that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, I mean, I, I guess I'll I'll just talk about a few contributing factors because well, you guys are uh, saying 
it, I mean, freestyle is not as well attended, but not it's not this bad. Number one, Hawkeye Wrestling Club is almost non-existent. I mean, they literally have no wrestlers. Who, who do they have? Pat Lugo and who? Cassiope wrestled this weekend too. Cassiope, okay, it's a college guy, but so I mean, they literally have no wrestlers. That that's a big factor. Um, number two for me would be that we talked about this a lot, but the star power post college goes down. There's not very many stars. And almost all the stars are sitting out the final X. I mean, really every single one of them, none of them were wrestling. Um, that is a, that's a huge factor. And then um, I do think the three pronged thing where the open trials, final X, I, I think that definitely has a factor. I would, I said this at the open. I think, it, I think there's a way we could do it in two. Um, mm-hmm. That would be more ideal, but, uh, and, and I love the final X. So, I would I would do away with either event one or event two, and I'd leave final X. I like that as is. Yeah, and I think that is uh, that makes sense to me uh, as well. I could see a scenario where hey, make the open set final X, um, make it make the open the trials, and then it feeds into a final X. What I, what I would not want to go back to is what we had um, in seventeen and years prior, and at the, the Olympic trials is the. One guy has to do an entire tournament, and then you have the two out of three. I I just think yeah, that doesn't make ideal. sense. Uh, it it doesn't make sense that someone would do three four matches and then have to do a two out of three against someone that's fresh. If you're trying to find out where they really stack up against each other and who's actually better in a realistic format, it's not realistic. And I I want to protect the medalists, and I do think they should. I am totally on board. You medal, you sit out. But I just don't think you sit out an entire day while your guys battling all the way through. Yeah. I, and si- just, sitting out until the final, until final X is a huge advantage, right? Because upsets happen um, yeah. in the tournament. So yeah, I, I think there's definitely still an advantage to, uh, to that. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to see it go back to that. Uh, like the, we did that. Those events weren't well attended. Yeah, definitely. Which not. one? Sorry. What? When it was we world team trials, like, all the way through, oh, the guy yeah, just yeah. sits out to the yeah. finals. Or- it is, it is really wild to me, though. I do, I do think a lot about how, like, I mean, Iowa City, right? I think every duel this year was sold out, or damn near every duel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now the fact that there was no Iowa guys, that that's a huge factor, right? For being in Iowa City, but there is something about like they're in a college singlet. I get all juiced up about it, and then they're wrestling international, and I don't give a damn. It's, uh, I mean, I love wrestling, so I, I obviously don't. I don't get it, right? Because I'm going to watch it no matter what. Uh, but for a lot of people, there's some disconnect there between I like this guy when he's wrestling for my college, I'm a cheer for him, I'm totally into it. Freestyle season, eh, I'm out. Yeah, and, Weird. and there is something to be said about the if there is a cadence and as and, and you know part of the reason I think Final X is is good and exists is like having that cadence where you almost have like a true USA wrestling freestyle season, I think is good and is how you can build storylines and uh, hopefully star power and then fan interest, uh, which is why I think we'll see good turnouts in Stillwater and good turnouts at at, uh, Madison Square Garden. I think those will be well. I would think we could get good turnouts for those, right? What's what's that? I I would think we could get good turnouts. I would be surprised if we could. Alex has been uh, more well attended than World Team Trials in the past. Yeah. Yes. Um, Stillwater. Who? Well, Dayton's competing in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. What other Oklahoma State connections? Jordan Oliver. Make? Oliver. He's in college, not in New York. He is in. Uh, he's in Stillwater. Yeah. Okay. 
I should say college. Oops. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah, I, I would think there'd be a good turnout in Stillwater. Yeah, I mean, also helps. Well, there's nothing in Iowa City, but there's nothing in Stillwater either. So might as well go watch some wrestling. <laughs> and I saw For a real. lot of people. What else are you gonna do? Drive I saw a lot the strip. Of... <laughs> I saw a lot of people talking about put it in a location that's easy to get to. Shut up. No, you wouldn't travel there. You still have to buy a flight. You Shut wouldn't up. buy a flight. Tell them, JD. Well, I'm just saying, like, you wouldn't. That's real. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that is, a, that is a great point. Um, you would not, uh, especially with the way flight prices are right now. Like, no, you wouldn't. In this economy? Exactly. Inflation, what it is? Oh. That damn Joe Wrestling Biden. fans wouldn't. There's just not enough yeah, wrestling fans that care about freestyle wrestling. Yeah. What it really boils yeah. down to why, is why don't they though? That I you know, don't I mean, know. Talk, it's talk tradition. About the point I made earlier about how when the guys in the college singlet, they're all guys are all in their psyched. I mean, do you do you literally think maybe it has something to do with wrestling season in the winter and it sucks and you can't go outside and there's nothing to do? So we get all juiced. I mean, that maybe is a factor, but why is it that people get so psyched? Guys, we're watching college wrestling duels. It doesn't matter if it's at okay. If we're comparing to attendance last weekend. Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. They just go down the line. Just keep keeping naming names, and they're more well attended than that. Like, what is the deal with the people so psyched about college wrestling and the team? Is it maybe that it's only a two-hour format and that's easy, not a whole weekend? I don't know. Oh, the no, dual thing. I do think the dual thing is a is a factor. Um, I mean, because yeah. think about tournaments are not uh generally like really well attended right obviously no. you can point to ncaa's um, yeah. of course. big tens big tens pretty pretty yeah. well attended but i've been there i've been to a couple big tens and they're not all like minnesota that was a, a rock show and so was Rutgers. but like Rutgers was good michigan State. yeah uh, i mean but yeah to your point like they say the cklv is terrible no one goes to that no it, even no at that back when you know i mean even think the last one this is a tournament that routinely has over a hundred ranked wrestlers in it. It's it's yeah, and Vegas is not the easiest place to get to, but it's it's a, it's a pretty major hub. Um, There's a lot of things to do once you get there, so um, it, that would entice people to even Midlands. I've been to Midlands. It's like even Midlands if, is pretty well attended usually. There's yeah, a couple that I've been to. Clear out. Clear out all those wrestlers that are competing in the Not stands. Midlands. Midlands, I feel yeah. like has the, I, yeah, the couple years decent. I went were really good attendance. And then Scuffle seems uh, I haven't been in Scuffle in a long time. Scuffle seems to be well attended. I don't know. It's because they don't get any wrestling events in the southeast, so they all go to it or something. I'm not sure. No, I've, it's like a stretch drive for Penn State fans, and when they're there, it'll it could be pretty decently attended. But compared to yeah. a dual a dual meet, and I I think the two hour dual meet thing is. It's just a it's much more. Uh, so you're saying we should have a dual meet national championship? I I would love that. I would love it. No. Oh wait, I thought you were. Te- oh, you want both? No, I no, thought no. you were team tournament Listen, better. The the only no the argument that happens is that this is the better measure of team, and it's obviously not the better measure of team, but it is a Wrong. better product. Depends on how you product. define better measurement of team, but we don't have to get into that. Right <laughs> There's we, only we, one we, way. We've been through. We've been through that. Wrong. <laughs> and and, so and wrong. I'll say. So I'll, I'll make this point and get out uh, quick. You just need to say no, no. You just need to say my opinion, and I'll say my opinion, and we can leave it at that. Okay. Otherwise, we're gonna have to fight on air right now. We have to fight on air. I may have to come to Wisconsin and battle you and Ozzy, who is calling Ozzie's me out ready routinely. To fight you. He called you out. I know he did. Um. So what I would say is the the main reason you know it's not the better 
measure of team uh, no, stop, is, stop. Is no, we don't need to get into this. Yes, okay. if you do the tournament, yeah, it, one team will pump out more if you do the duel like it. There's more variance. But Better measurement of team. We get it. Okay, back to attendance here. It, it boils down to tradition. Like wrestling, old wrestling coaches, they have just always watched. You know, they care about their, their high school and then their – Local college, because that's when they care about wrestling, from October through March, and that's what they do. And then they move on to track, baseball, whatever, and then football in the fall. And you only have yeah. so much time. They don't care about wrestling outside of there because they never have, and so they just they don't. And so then they coach these kids, and then these kids just, you know, they don't have a coach. that's like, hey, guess what? Go watch wrestling this weekend in – April or May or June or go watch the world championships in the fall and the kids they're they're playing football in the fall or whatever and they they don't even know or care or maybe they say oh cool Jordan Burroughs won a won a world medal that's cool okay maybe I'll go watch on YouTube if I can afterwards it's just not ingrained like it is in us to the casual person who just cares about wrestling when they wrestle October through February March Whatever, and, and then they're on. Like they move on to the other December, sports. December through March, probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's not lament on that any longer. Let's hope the next tour really well. So if, if you can want, I... we can do, at Flow Wrestling, can do as much as we want, market as much as we want, get as many world medals, pump out as many stars at USA Wrestling, whatever. What it really boils down to is more youth coaches, more participation, and those youth and high school coaches implementing in those kids go watch freestyle wrestling. They watch, like, start watching freestyle wrestling and encouraging youth and high school kids to watch freestyle wrestling. That's ultimately the biggest fact, and that's what's going to add the most fans. JD believes the children are the future. That's right. <laughs> hey, can we, uh, let's talk about uh, this. I just, you guys brought it up, and then I Googled it. Um, Wow. This Tom Brown's quote is ridiculous that he he knows for a fact, I would love to see the receipts, that opposing teams are paying haters to stir the pot. Listen, I would probably, if Tom Brown's made a list of pot stirs, I, I might near the top of that list. <laughs> I don't get paid to stir the pot in Iowa, unfortunately. If someone wants to send a check, I'll give you my address. <laughs> but who, who's getting paid? I don't know. I, I can't understand that. Um, I have no idea. I, I would accept hmm. checks as well. Actually, oh, you, did you know that Glow um, <laughs> Wrestling is a subsidiary of a, a large Penn State wrestling booster? What? <laughs> He's not it's talking about us, Ben. What are you talking <laughs> said, about? Glow Wrestling is a subsidiary of a large Penn, Penn State wrestling booster. Yeah, not, not exactly. <laughs> um, He's not talking about Flow Wrestling, Ben. I know. I'm Joe. It was a joke. Okay. It was a joke. Sorry. Right. Believe now me, this autistic. is the, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we going to talk about uh, that or others things? I don't know. Do you want to talk about that? It's kind of funny. Well, what's the thing? I mean, hilarious. I don't think it's the case at all. And the implication is that Penn State is doing it. That just doesn't make sense to me that Penn State is dedicating resources to. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even know how that would manifest itself. What an idiot on Twitter says stupid things. Like, yeah, I don't think there's much of an economy for that. You don't need to pay someone to do that. They'll just do it for free. It's yeah, a little bit of attention. 
That sounds like a waste of money. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, maybe there's more to it than it than he's actually saying because it's not yeah. it's not getting specific at all. It's not specific. Yeah. So I don't know what it what is what he is actually implying there. Which is I, why I, also, I don't really have I much to add curious. to it cuz it just doesn't make sense to me as is. Well, I guess let's talk about the trials then. Let us do that. The actual wrestling that happened this weekend. The actual wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, 57, there's not really much to say. I mean, it was Vito and everyone else, and that's exactly what it looked like. Um, no yes. one no one in his strata at this weight because you didn't have, you know, no Nick Suriano. Spencer Lee's injured. Um, you know, Patrick Glory didn't come. Gilman's already sitting in Final X. No NATO, so it it was you know Jacob Camacho good on him making the trials finals, but that just kind of tells you everything. He's a relatively inexperienced freestyle wrestler who um, he's getting better. I think he's got a, a bright future, but Vito is just he's a, on that he's a world level guy, and he kind of he kind of showed it. Yeah, uh, I agree. Not a lot to say here. Um, do you, do we think that him versus Gilman could be? Uh, Different. A part of me says it could be competitive, but then part of me says Gilman has looked really, really good recently, and and um, Vito just lost to Glory in the national semifinals. So I kind of feel both yeah, ways about it. I would probably lean towards Gilman's going to beat him up a little bit. So the case for for Gilman is kind of obvious. He he was not wrestling. He he jumped a level or something. He got after trials. His wrestling seemed to t take another step forward, right? And he beat Vito at the trials. Uh, but you know, Vito was able to jump on him early. He's gonna have to be able to sustain six minutes with this guy on on two occasions, yeah. which I think is a really big ask. But I think Gilman's got the style, or uh, Vito how does far have. After, a, how far after Wayne's is it? Well, uh, not not. Too far. I'm pretty sure. Final X. Yeah. Two well, yeah, because they the have start, the. Right? Uh, I need. To, I should have the. I should have the final X. Like, uh, what do you call those? Uh, like uh, charts up. What you know? You guys know what I'm talking about. They made the graphic where they show all the matches. The charts. Yeah. Um, charts, so he'll be the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth match uh, in Final X Stillwater. So eight matches. So you're probably three and a half, four hours recovery time. Yeah. Solid. And then, and then obviously, then there's a, a, a kind of a large gap between uh, the next session. So he should be feeling all the way back by the the second match. And I, I mean, I think that's obviously we saw the difference between Vito at the Glory Duel and Vito at Conference. Um, and I think part of it was strategic, and part of it was how he felt being mm -hmm. not off the scale. Um, so I think that's really relevant. So that one will go down at Final X Stillwater. Um, be be a very exciting two out of three. Sixty one was was a was a fun wild weight. wild weight. I mean the Mendez Gross match, probably the best match of the of the tournament, and came to a couple key exchanges in this one. One the four on the edge for Mendez. We can watch, we can watch these, right? Yeah, we can watch them if we, if uh, I don't know if Tyler has the. Well, I know the the stream did not pick up the. Seth four, unless we got it another did. angle. I watched it. Really? 
It cuts out at the end, but you can see Mendez's feet flying through the air and Gross's foot still on the ground. Yeah, I didn't understand so, how that they arrived at the conclusion um, for four for. You want me to find what? Uh, how can I? I'll find this real quick. Um, so I uh, this first sequence, I definitely think it is for uh, four points for Seth Gross. Initially, it looks as though Gross's foot steps all the way out, but when you rewatch it, he he has like two two inches of his foot. In. That are still in uh, in bounds, um, and you know one one of the easy ways that I just uh, you can watch this slow is like whose feet are still on the ground. That's really mm-hmm. relevant to who's doing the move, and so Mendez has in the air, but he, he puts him back down and grows his feet are on the ground, and Mendez like he he bombs him. So I think it's obvious, very obvious. But uh, four points, Mendez what? put him out of bounds. Once he put him out of bounds, not out Rose of bounds, can no though. longer Watch score. It. He's Watch him. If your foot's in, you're not out of bounds. If out one of bounds. foot is out, no, you're out. His foot no, wasn't you know, out. you need both feet out. Or, no, no, no. Watch this. Okay, you hold on. It's at uh, 40. Just started at 48 seconds. So two minutes and 44 seconds into the video, uh, Tyler. So two minutes, 44 seconds into the video. So uh, can we shoot? Can we make this a larger screen? That's just. It's a different video, Ben. It's right oh, here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was focused on here, the We're on it. Um, yeah, so if you watch it, though, Gross's foot is still in bounds, and that's the first one that hits right there. And you can, I mean, you can really clearly see it, and you can see Gross's foot on the ground, and Mendez's feet are all the way up in the air. So if, if I have Mendez all the way up in the air and my foot is down, how am I out? Yeah, you're not. So foot down. There. Oh, but so what about his, his, what about right his foot right, is completely yeah, out. His right foot's completely out, though, Ben. It's it's right here well, in the but, picture. But, so, the okay, so highlight. you would say, here's what I would say to that. I would say, um, once he lands, he's starting the motion, the throw, the, the motion of the throw off of his front foot. Mm. No, once continue, you take you somebody out of bounds, that person can no longer score. Yeah. Well, then it should be one freaking one point Mendez because uh, if you, I wish I could show yes. you what I have on my screen right now, where where I I froze it exactly at two minutes and forty eight seconds. Tyler, can you freeze it at two minutes and forty eight seconds? See, oh, Men- just right before it, right before it, one, just a little blip before, two minutes and forty eight seconds. Freeze it there, and you guys will see what I'm talking about here. Three, right, two, eight. freeze right there, like this. Okay, and even can we go like a half a second more? Oh my gosh. Yes. So Gross's feet are on the ground and he's lifting Mendez off the ground. Mendez is not causing Gross to no, go. No, he jumped for here. he jumped for the to try and get four. It, he failed at that. Yes, correct. He, he but he, so he successfully failed. took him out of bounds. Yeah, but he, he got four points for this, JD. Yeah, that's not okay. Not, okay. That's, that's not what, okay. But it should not be Gross's yeah. points. Okay, so I'll say one one for Mendez or four for Gross uh, are the two calls you can make. Four for Mendez is unacceptable. They also, I don't remember in what match they went, but they went two for proper throw and freestyle, which it had been. I can't remember the last time I saw that. Jo Zane, twenty seventeen. No, it was yeah, it was um, uh, it was a final. What was it? It was um, was it Nolf and Lavalley or? Yeah, I, I think it was. It. They gave Lavalley yeah, too. Lavalley got a correct throw. Yeah, Lavalley got, and I yeah. it did. I can't remember the last time yeah. I saw that. So the, the way I thought, okay, the way I thought about this and why I said four is obviously once you start a motion, then you're able to continue the motion even if you step out of bounds. So 
what I'm thinking is when Mendez sets Gross down, his foot is inbounds. And at that point, he is now starting his throw so he can continue his throw. That's how I'm thinking about it. That's why I'd be four. But, yeah, I mean, as, as we watch a video, there's no way Mendez should get four out there. It's, it's atrocious. Yeah, so then um, you think, all right, Seth is in trouble here. He got that to be he, down. He was in trouble. He was in a lot of trouble. He got to be down nine. He was, he was struggling stopping some of Jesse's attack from space. He was able to blow through him, avoid a lot of the scrambling positions. And then Jesse gets to one point from the tech. He's on top, and he runs his feet, tries to get the gut that would end it. And he ends up giving up the two, and we could probably get to that moment here. And he proceeds to just get turned and turned and turned from basically so much, so many turns, so much time, so many turns. It, it basically, you know, it ate up a ton of time. He gave up, I don't know, probably eight or so points. I think it was eight points. Uh, just in he the down nine, he gave up a reversal for two, right? Right. Or I guess I gave a reversal for one. Yeah, and here, and then he ends up giving up the two, and you know basically could not get his wrist back for anything. And it was interesting because it's not like Seth, if you go back like five seconds, it's not like Seth wound up with the wrist out of the exchange. He just no, like, I think he like just chopped to it. If you go back a little more. Uh, yeah. I think he just, I think Mendez relaxed on that reversal and you can't relax. Not against Seth. Cause yeah, he just chops and sort of collects the, it. He was holding the hand and had his arm bent. Not yeah. so loud. Seth to trap it up. Yeah, gotta get hands forward. Um, so yeah, that ends up losing the match essentially for Mendez, who looked good and would have been curious to see him go on a run. But just and and that's what we, for Jesse, you take his open and his world team trials, and it's just it seems like an experience gap, and just getting more of that mat time and senior level reps. And you can learn from it because, you know, he had he was up on DeShazer and then kind of gave up a couple takedowns. And then here he was in position to win and um, Gross took it from him because he's, he's savvying really good on top. And so Gross then uh, navigates his way to the final. He pins Nico, avenging that loss, and then takes out DeShazer. Yeah, that was, um, man, uh, I, I, I don't know what happened. I would say I was shocked on the last... Uh, what happened last time with the, the Nico match in Vegas is how Nico controlled it and kind of dominated a little bit. Um, and man, this one, I felt like gross just dominated. Like I didn't feel like it was all that competitive. even. Yeah, it was, it was like gross took the last match, made a couple changes and it just did not. And that's one thing. That's yeah. an area where gross maybe doesn't get enough credit. And what's why I'm, I'm at least not next topicking the uh, gross Dayton series. I'd be very surprised if no. anyone but Dayton won. But I, it, I don't think it's going to look like the trials in two straight matches of just getting tech. I think he's going to make yeah. some adjustments. I think that's where Seth is, is underrated is how heady he is, the adjustments he can make, how tactical he can be. And I think the Nico match really sort of exemplifies that for, for Seth. Yeah, I mean, the, the factor is that Dayton's going to be so hard for Seth to take down because they're just not uh, – I don't know if that Seth has the right yeah. tools in his toolbox in order to do it. That's the thing. How it, When you try to craft a game plan to beat Dayton in freestyle and you're Seth Gross, it's like, what does that look like? Um, yeah. Don't get taken down. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that. maybe watch that Mega Metoff match and try to steal something from that. Maybe I guess. And that was just a that was a close match, and Mega Metoff is elite, elite, yes. elite, elite, so elite. Not just world yeah. champ elite. He's like pound for pound elite. Uh, and he takes care of uh, a loper in two straight. Daniel DeShazer, who the second one was competitive. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, and they he, gave he, he Gross a fourth. quasi point that allowed him to win. A what? Which one was it? I, I think the he caution was right. and one. Which there was one, no reason for that caution and one that they gave him. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. Okay, in, I, I know. I was. Recall. I was upset. Uh, after the caution and one, these mugs just kept grabbing fingers the whole time. It was like, well, if you're gonna call yeah. a penalty, then call more penalties. You didn't stop nothing. Exactly. Oh, it was like, <laughs> was it? Like I can't even remember if they verbally it's warned the beginning him. Beginning of the second period. It's the beginning of the second period. Yeah, right there. Yeah, right there. Just play from no, here. No, 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 no. It's after this. What? Yeah, no, yeah. I remember it was like uh, the one I'm thinking of was like five seconds into a. Uh, it, was, it was a restart. But he tried to. The ref tried to to caution him at the end of the first period, and no one agreed with them. And so I think the ref told the other refs the seven thirty mark. Like, Tyler. Okay. Hey, watch. Hey, watch this or something. You know. Um, yeah, but DeShaders does wrestle with his hand open, like, uh, I don't see the entirety of the match, but his right hand is almost always open, which makes the finger grabbing happen a lot. Um, and, yeah, obviously Seth does the same thing. Wow, that's yeah, that's I, audacious. Well, he tried, why, he, tried, yeah, he does try to call it at the end of the first period. But, yeah. But then they do it for the next two minutes. Like, I mean, they spend so much time in that position with their right hands. Like, like it literally just again. again. Um, and it's it continues to happen as the match goes on a whole bunch and they never call it again, which is yeah, right there. It's again to get your fingers inter interlocked. It is scientifically impossible for the other person to not also have the their hands open as well. Like if you're like this or like that, then um, it's just really yes, tough to, to, for, to give away a point. You have to be so Unless, sure. Like one guy is like clearly like shaking, trying to shake it off. And the other guy is like, yes. Ripping. But I could, I could do, do this. How do you know he's not? Faking? I could grab your hand and, and just start shaking. I know, but if one guy's open like, oh, like this, yeah. like pointing, and like I'm trying to yeah. escape here. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they're both uh, they're hand in hand here. I don't know. And especially, especially once you've got that made a uh, difference. They're still doing it right there Boom. the whole time. Ooh, and that, they was that was um, so dirty. What? So, like, it was so obviously that intentional. That was so dirty. Stop. JD. No, he. He started that double with more than one second on the clock. The, the no, no, no. It's not he about the time on the clock. Him. You cannot headbutt people in wrestling. What's Gross supposed to? He's done a four point. What do you mean? Boom. Listen, you oh, know exactly what that was. <laughs> JD, stop. If Jordan Burroughs does that, you don't say anything. Because he's just wrestling through the whistle. He wouldn't well, do Jordan that. Jordan Burroughs loves headbutting people in that position. It's, I mean, it's a highly effective tactic. <laughs> but in that situation with one second, it's definitely dirty. Yeah. Everyone knows what it is. And also track record. This is this man is open hand slap multiple record. wrestlers. <laughs> Listen, I'm here for DeShazer. Double standard. That's all I'm saying. Double standard. <laughs> Only no, no double standard. <laughs> Let me know when Jordan Burroughs open hand slaps multiple people in a match. I mean, Jordan Burroughs likes a little bit of dirty fighting. I think he fought. Uh, I think he likes to fight um, Franklin Gomez. Yes, he oh, does not yeah. like Gomez. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were fighting. He each does other. not like him. <laughs> Jordan is a little uh, uh, uh it's not as overt. It could it could yeah, be just as effective and just as uh but it's like uh it's almost a club. And he's you a lot better dirty. than a lot of people, so he doesn't oh you know, he's not always like in these 
wars where the shades there's lots of times you know it's like back and forth and yeah. you know and he's losing and he gets all pissy it's and literally impossible very much for the shades to put his head through gross's chest when he's in a four point on his knees and his head like right. this then i would maybe not shoot a double leg i would use a different tactic probably why <laughs> because it he wanted to run through yeah yeah and he was screwed by the all officials right. JD, JD. so he had to shoot that double <laughs> jd um all right so that yeah, was especially lost our last point christian was once uh once the shazer gets called for that that caution one it only makes sense for gross to just continue to try grabbing him right because he hasn't been warned so like just keep freaking grabbing the hand and hope he gets called again right um okay we saw Yanni. I mean, sixty-five was interesting in the the matches that didn't happen more than anything. Like Joy McKenna losing to Ian Parker in shocking fashion. He was up five. Shocking. And he just there's no other way to characterize it than than Joey seemed to just break there in a way. Yeah, so really hard. Just gassed hard, and I wonder if it was cut related or something what else what else would it be freaking killed him the next day killed him the next day i i think it it had to be because he looked fine nothing really happened and i'm not trying to discredit ian but i I didn't feel like he was doing something like oh he made these major adjustments it just seemed like mckenna just fell off a cliff that was it mckenna fell off a cliff yeah and and obviously i mean you don't really have to make any assumptions because the uh, the following day it went what it went 10 zero in uh two minutes or something something to that effect yep right yeah exactly yeah so uh i don't think there's any assumptions to be made there um evan henderson to me was the the story of the tournament um i would have lost a lot of money if you bet me on evan henderson making the final or making the finals hey wouldn't have thought that were coming we can pull some receipts from last week's when i said y'all weren't giving hendo enough respect Oh no! Uh, JD must. How did JD remember everything he said, and then he he and then he goes and finds it and puts oh, it is on. Is this the receipt? For time? All his good takes. D- these. This is receipts. Okay. I scrubbed the audio. <laughs> no trial. You can go back and listen to Thursday's episode <laughs> when you said. Oh wait, we've got it. Yep. Uh, it Kendrick no Maple versus Yanni, and they're gonna wrestle final X. Is. Anybody giving uh, Hendo a chance over Maple? Because I think I think Hendo could beat Kendrick Maple. I give him a, a puncher's chance, but I'm also I'm giving a lot more than a puncher's chance. Okay. No, I, I think uh, I think Maple's wise to those tricks. Also, yeah, I feel like he's like too big, strong to like. He'll just like shut down some of the some of that stuff. But also, you mustn't look past Patricio Lugo. From the Hawkeye Wrestling that, Club. That, that was a tough match, match for uh, Kendrick Maple. And but, also, um, he could beat Henderson, preventing that match. I, put some respect on Hendo's name, I stand please. by it. Although, hold on. You didn't go so far as to say it or predict yeah. it. This is, you He's just mentioned it. And is, are we giving it? Are we lo- overlooking? You just asked a question. I said Hendo could be Maple. No. That just shows no. you, were, you walked to the edge and you <laughs> no, looked no, no, over I and said, said Hendo I'm could too beat scared Maple. to jump. You couldn't. You didn't go there. If you had went yep. there, I'd give you credit. You just suggested. You asked. You said. I said he had a puncher's chance. I at least said it. You're just out here inquiring. 
I said, A, I said, <laughs> I said Evan Henderson could beat Kendrick Maple. And I said I'm giving him a lot more than a puncher's chance. You did like say you. that. You did say that. More than a puncher's chance. Um, uh, oh, so, yeah, that match, man, Ma- Maple didn't. He, Maple had a really bad weekend. So he'll probably happily go back into retirement. Maybe maybe he just he wanted to coach. And so he knew, like, hey, if I win this, I can wrestle at Worlds and Final X. Like, I'm, I'm done here. Like, I'm yeah. going to mail this one in so I'm done wrestling. I must say that's what happened. And so then uh, Nick Lee and Henderson, you think, okay, this will be Nick Lee, right? Wrong. And he was up big. And Wait, Henderson... I got I a point on this one, Christian. Make a point, please. I don't know if, I don't know if Hendo held him on his back uh, in that one exchange. So, so he guts him, right? And then Hendo like, kind of has a weird position. And then somehow Nick Lee rolls through to like a double armbar little kid position. Crucifix, and... yeah. Crucifix, and I don't know. I don't know if Henderson held him on his back there because it was like he's bridging through, bridging through, and he keeps going through, and then he goes all the way to like the crucifix. We pull and that in. I'm like, did he really hold him for the two points? Because if he doesn't hold him for the two points, it's 10 to 10 0 and the match is over. Can oh. we watch that? Uh, should be able to. Uh, Henderson, Nick Lee. I feel like, I mean, I'm not outraged at the call. I don't think it's terrible, but when I was watching it, I'm like, Dang, I don't know if you really held him there. Like that might be ten zero. Uh, so it oh, happens. He gets that fireman's. All right, so go to like two two minutes or two minutes left in the first period. So one nineteen is like the time. Remember, if you're just listening, you can also watch if you listen on Spotify. Yeah, you should watch Apple. this. Sorry. Yeah, so watch right. it. Yeah, here, here it is. So here's eight zero, and then see, like, uh, that's like that's not a very long hold, guys. Go back. That was like a one second hold right there. Well, Maybe not even. I don't even know that he fully stopped Nickley's motion on his back because right there he's not on his back. Yeah, man. You know I didn't even think about that at the time. I I remember just as I watched it live, thinking that's two for for Henderson, and then two right back. And that, yeah. you know, you don't th- even honestly, when these moments are happening in my mind, it's like this match is just going to be over pretty soon. Anyways, I'm just not even yeah. like thinking. I just expected Nick Lee to just go ahead and win here. One more time. Um, me, Tyler. So, One yeah, I think and I will again talk, pause it to pause real quick. Uh, go a little before that. But um, I think lots of times a ref, they they're trying to think ahead, which is kind of positive. But what is going to happen based on what I'm seeing right now? And they were assuming that Nick Lee was going to get held on his back. And I don't know that he really did. Can we run it a little more, Tyler? He kind of sits up into him. Yeah, he he sits up and you're assuming that he's going to hold him. But then he doesn't. And so, like, when I think of a defensive man, um, and you can think about this, when they go to roll through it for a headlock or a gut wrench or whatever – it doesn't really matter how slow you go through. If the defensive guy doesn't stop you, they generally don't give two points. If the action continues to go, right? If I keep rolling, mm-hmm. there's usually not a two-point given. And so that was questionable. But then, man, it's 10-2 against Nick Lee. And Heaven Henderson just wrestled his way back all the way into it and wins at the end. That was really, really impressive. And I was surprised when he, he got on top for the reversal after like the double armbar crucifix situation, he was able to get the lace, which surprised me. Mm-hmm. And then the the weirdest moment and the moment I felt like 
man, Nick Lee's probably gonna look back on that moment and be like, "This was this was the the error." Yeah, he, he gives up a two, which kind of a, a, a easy little go behind two, but then he kind of sits to the corner and tries a, a really yeah. bad crotch lift, and it was really bad ends up exposing. Uh, that was at if you have the full match up, that was at like he went right to his back on it. Yeah, Flat. four like four ten into the into the match file. Um, yeah, that, that that was a bad sequence for Nick Lee because yeah, the it was uh, I believe it was a, he went for elbow pass and Henderson did a slide by, and then he tries to scramble yeah, that was back nice. into him and gets flopped right on his back. The counter from Henderson was was really nice. Yeah, I give yeah. credit to that one, but man, the the crotch lift I feel like is a big. Was he on crotch or was it around the body? Well, yeah, I can't. The, you can't tell. Maybe he's just trying. Yeah. He's probably trying. Not to a good idea. Crotch, but just got body. But the, even still, he's got the lead, and then gives up a, a step out. I mean, it was a, it was a great match. It might have been better yeah. than the. Uh, that was a good match. Lee Mendez match. So Henderson makes it to, gets that win and punches his ticket to final X. Which you know, other than the Oracle JD, none of us really saw that coming. <laughs> we we said it's you know it's it's Yanni, it's Joey, it's Nick Lee, maybe Maple. Um, I'm actually not about- super surprised about Maple's tournament um how about yanni with the gut wrenches what's up with that yanni with the good I, I like guts. The now, he had wrenches. these before i'm trying to think of a lot he needs to hit it on somebody better than he ian just... parker and luke fletcher for me to completely like freak out about his guts it was it was something uh so i hear that that's fair but something about how they looked just made me feel like they're gonna be a difference maker for him against yeah. good guys now he's gonna have to get I, on top I, I think it wasn't that it was – I think it, for me it was that it wasn't like a trap arm or something where he gets sneaky and like catches him a bunch of times. It was like he, there was a bunch of like resetting and then like just going and resetting and going, and the guy knew it was coming, and there's just nothing they could do to stop it. Yes, that's that's what it was for me. And like the yeah. directional change, him gutting both ways. Yes. Like some mm-hmm. guys, it's like you know they get their hands locked. You know exactly which way. They only gut basically one way. He goes low. Left, left, right, yeah. right, left. It just looked like it's going to yes. be a real difference maker for for him. And he'll take on his old training partner, Evan Henderson, which is, you know, something that few would have predicted. Now, Henderson now trains at the Ohio Regional Training Center at, in Columbus. And obviously, you know, wrestling. He, were, he works for Rudis, too. He's in the media department. Yes, he is. Yanni will be a huge favorite, but... It, it's worth noting that they were training partners for a long time. There's some familiarity there. I think that helps Henderson more than, you know, never feeling Yanni before. That's true. That probably, true. But it probably helps the other way, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yanni's a funky guy, though, where I feel like, I don't know, I've never wrestled Yanni, obviously, but. It's not too late. I, That's true. I feel, like, I feel like Henderson has the same thing. Where he's yeah, got, Henderson you know, he's got a, a lot guy. of tricky things going on, and he, his body kind of moves in a unique way. So I, I feel like it, that goes both ways. Yeah, you're probably right. Hey, how about uh, your boy? You, I can't believe you haven't bragged on this yet, Piles. Your boy uh, Bo Bartlett got a win over Kalodzic. Listen, he blew it against Parker. <laughs> he about had Parker. Ian Parker went Brett Metcalf on him. He was up five zero. Uh, Ian Parker, he's he's good in the second period. It it turns out. He did good, dude. He's, he had a, he was competitive with Maple. He lost like eight six to Maple. Yeah, it's pretty good. Bo Bartlett can freestyle. 
Please sell all your stock because I I will acquire it and cash it in. Bro, you've been buying stock for years on Bo Barley. I don't know if you're going to cash it in. You bought it very high. (laughs) Listen, you bought yeah, you bought it very high, and we're we're like Bitcoin right now. You're you're just dollar cost averaging in at all points. It's no different than uh, crypto Twitter, who says basically everything that happens is good, and it's the reason to you know to celebrate. (laughs) Crypto Twitter is kind of dead now. I mean, compared to last year when I when I look at. You know, hashtag Bitcoin is like, oh man, it's crickets right now. Freaking yeah. crickets. <laughs> Cricket coin. So yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of reasons to be excited about Bo Barlett. Yeah. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> Laugh all you want. You've Cackling been saying ben. that for four years though. No, I, that is just such a lie, Ben. That is just audacious. It's audacious. It to- this is his third year in college, Christian. He's had two years in college. This will be his third. In his first at uh, his natural weight class. Okay. Probably. All right. Pro- probably. So we'll see. Yeah, because someone was saying it was hard for him to make 143. So then. 41's easier. Because he doesn't have to worry about the kilograms. He just, no one likes kilograms. Oh my God. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> Kilograms uh, are, are harder to make than pounds. Like I every, feel like you know what this. you know what something I feel like this program does for me, Christian. That's really negative. Oh no! So while I was walking around Las Vegas at the U.S. Open, and I saw. Well, why am I double screen right now? This is weird. I'm looking at Zoom. It's okay, not like that, that on the. That else. was weird. I was walking by Mount Alley. I'm like, I bet that dude hates my guts. Because <laughs> listen, I've been very critical. Listen, I don't got anything against him as a person. I just commented on his wrestling style, which I don't enjoy, and then his his lack of ability to perform in NCAs, which was true. So I made a value judgment on how much I enjoy his wrestling, and I made a comment on his performance in NCAs. I bet you like f that dude. I want to go slap that dude. And now, I mean, like Bill Bartlett, I'm like, I bet that dude thinks I hate true. him. Like, I got nothing against Bill Bartlett. I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. I mean, I don't know him at all, but uh, he's probably like freaking Ben Askren, such a dick face. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, uh, assumes he listens, which is probably not true. What normally happens? Well, someone at least sends him the clips. That's right? what happens. Or his dad, or, or something people don't even do that. People will just say, "Askren's going off on you," blah blah blah. That that's yeah. happened to me with FRL, and then a coach would be like, "You said this on FRL." I was like, "Yeah, that's not true." It's just like people just want to text you, coach, and tell you bad things so they sound like so they can be like an insider. Um, yeah, but uh, so you listen, I met part as part of the game, obviously. I'm going to continue to say my opinions and uh, listen, certain people. Yeah, I'm not a fan of your wrestling style and I'm going to and I'm going to I'm going to tell you the truth of what I feel. And I don't hate you as a person. I'm sure you're wonderful. Well, some of you, some of you are probably butt faces, but some of you are probably wonderful. That's possible. Can't rule yeah. that out. <laughs> so Yanni Hendo, then we go to 70 reunited. Zane Rutherford, Jordan Oliver, once again, going to face each other. And it was Pantaleo going down to Zane, who's just often been a thorn in his side. And that continued to be the case here. And we saw Pantaleo's draw. We knew it was tough. It'd be a tough hey. path for him. Hey. Uh, how does Sasso? Sasso beating Pantaleo. I, I'm sorry. This, this was normal to me. Zane beats Pantaleo. Sasso beating Pantaleo to me was like, wait, wait, what's going on here? Well, you know, sad he, had matches. Hip, he had that hip injury plus sad constellation matches. Yeah. I think 
Could have played a role. Sad people are much easier to defeat. Is is what Sad I've learned. People are much. <laughs> I never thought about that way, but I don't think you're wrong, Christian. You know who wasn't sad was Joy McKenna because he came back to the backside and whooped up on Ian Parker in the third place match. Not sad, yeah. Joy. That was good. Um, can we watch Jordan Oliver's second period gut wrench? He gets two points for because this is the difference in the match. And who knows? Maybe he doesn't give up the last point, but um, he definitely did not get that gut wrench. So it's I and you said this did to not me. Exposed. You he did not expose. Bring it up. We can watch it. I thought I think it's a little closer than you realize. And also, it's close. It's close, but he's not exposed. It's very close. There's there's no exposure there, and because okay. your your camera, the flow camera. I know it was Christian. I know it was you behind the camera, Christian. You had a very good angle on it. Yes. Do I need to tell? Do I need to figure out what time is that? Second it's right period. at the end of the second period. So it's like 25 seconds left in the second period. I'll give you an exact ah, yeah, damn yeah. commercials for this freaking lizard on is. my screen right now. Son of a bitch. There. All right, right. This. There's, he's not exposed. He's not exposed. Hmm. Does not break 90. You need like a, a fisheye view so you can fish actually eye. bust out. You can see the angle because... Telling you guys, it's hard to I tell from it, the he, side like this. No, it's easy because you can watch where his shoulders right. are. Not at 90, not at 90, 88 degrees, 89. That was it, 89 degrees. <laughs> you bust out the protractor? Well, 89 I, would be exposed. I protracted that shit. He didn't break 90. <laughs> 89 would be exposed, just so you know. No, 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 91. 91. Yeah, get past 90. 90, 90, 90.1 uh -huh. until 180. Right, zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eighty-nine. Oh, you yeah. only got eighty-nine. I failed geology. <laughs> I always yeah. tell you guys I was a bad student. This is why. Not exposed. No way, he exposed. That is crap. Now listen, but, I I think Oliver doesn't give up the last point, but I was I was very perturbed at this call. What did you think about the 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 shot from Deacon before it uh, that that precipitated the go behind? Uh, for for Jordan, we can go go back probably thirty um, forty. So I think there. I I should pull the receipts, JD, because I think I I made a very good. We hold on, pause it real quick. I think we made a really good call. I I said that Oliver will keep him at bay and not let him get to the legs because once Deacon gets to the legs, he's really good at pulling them in. And I think Deacon only got to the legs once, and I think he did score. He I got in a right. couple times. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's the two low singles, and he scored one. He didn't score the other. So I think he went back to the the head outside shot that he scored on, and it seemed like Jordan just had a a better read on it. And yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't able to recover because Jordan didn't. He circled really far away. He didn't take like a tight angle to yeah, the go behind. It was a wide circle. So I don't I don't know if Deacon really just sold out too hard for the shot or or what that was because it yeah, wasn't some lightning range. fast reattack. Eighty nine degrees. Eighty nine. <laughs> So he ends up uh ends up taking him out. Yeah. And then um Zane I don't know. Jordan. I'm not really all that excited about Zane and J.O. We've just seen it too many times. I don't know who's gonna win. It's gonna be really close. And I'm not all that excited about it. I was not feeling good about Jordan Oliver going into the match with Deacon after a close one with Blockus and Deacon just blowing through Sasso. I was kind of like, 
this looks like it could be Deacon's time, fresh off wrapping up college career, but J.O. got it done. He's savvy, no doubt about it. So Zane versus J.O. again. Jordan Oliver tweeted, let me pull it up, that dude. You know whose tweets we should talk about? Carter Starocki. Kale Sanderson's going to, he's going to have a session with Carter today. Yeah, the Penn State guys were tweeting up a storm. Uh, Nick Lee was was uh, basically clowning the, the events. No, but didn't you see what Carter Starocki said? Yeah. I need to give. He after, said, your time will come, after James. Yeah, after he took an L, though, he was still talking trash. It's like, whoa, bro, like, at least wait a week. You just lost a chance yesterday. Like, zip it for a minute. And maybe, this is great, maybe this is this is troll, trolling right here, guys, um, or trash talking 101. He's, he's getting some emotions going. Even me, I know maybe he's faking, but it still elicits emotions, which is what you want to do. So, Carter, if your future's in MMA, good job on this because you're making me annoyed. <laughs> Which means you're making other people annoyed because I know that maybe you're trying to annoy me. But I'm still like, hey, you lost that dude yesterday. Like, how about you just shut up for a week? There so, it is. so the uh, there's the tweet. That's what big balls look like. The rest of the division will be taken care of soon enough. Marsteller, watch your mouth. You know what it is next time. But shake hands till then. Um, so the Ben, I don't know if you saw it, but what precipitated that tweet I is saw this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marsteller's post match interview. Where he's like, this guy calls himself daddy. He's like, he's not a dad. He doesn't know what he's talking about there. Um, I have so, two kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> I that was, well, that was actually hilarious. I mean, that yeah. that was... So, Carter Starocki was coming in as this young kid, calling himself daddy for, you know, like I said, maybe he's trying to annoy us. Or, or that's obvious. It comes off as super arrogant. This is how it's coming off. Mm-hmm. And then Marsteller makes a funny joke about like, hey, I actually got kids. Because he does. And so, he is actually a daddy. Um, I thought it was funny. And so, yeah, to, but to my point, maybe Carter is trying to do this. Uh, have I ever told you the story of Carter Starocki um, at the the Penn State-Ohio State duel? Have I ever told the story? Um, I don't you maybe have, I think you. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Go okay, ahead. I so I, I went to the, the, the greatest duel of all time, Penn State-Ohio State 20, was it 2017? 18. 18. Um, in January, I took my high school coach with me, who's my club coach, John, John Messamrink, and we're sitting there. And Carter Starocki, he, he was a high school senior, so I don't know if he was on a recruiting trip or I don't know if he had committed already, but he's sitting next to this girl. And he's right, right behind me, like, like literally, he's right here in my shoulder, you know. The whole duel, this dude is just he's talking nonsense. All of his facts were wrong, like, he was like kind of close to a lot of the facts, but he, he, he was missing big time. But the girl, she didn't know nothing about wrestling, so she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole time, I want to be like, dude, like, shut up. You're wrong. Like, What do you mean? Like, I mean, that's kind of vague. He would then. say, like, um, the tra- let's see, who transferred that year? The 125 or 133, right? Which one was it? Coon? Carson Coon? Yeah, he would, he would, like, say, like, oh, this guy transferred, and he would say the wrong college or yeah. something like that, right? And it was just, like, these, like, little facts the whole time. And I'm autistic, right? So I'm, I'm, I, I, I like, I can't take it when people get facts wrong. My, I think my, my oldest daughter might have a little bit of it because she's like, if I say something that's not 100% correct, she will like get really mad at me about it. I'm like, ah, I know, I, but I was close. And she's like, no, but it wasn't right. Oh, boy. That was like, that was what was going off in my brain the whole night. Because he was telling this girl, like, all these facts about what this guy did or what that guy did. And the whole time, I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you're like, Oh, you're just wrong. You just don't know. Like, 
and but then the girl didn't know. Didn't so know your she audience. Was, she was happy, you know. And he's a high school kid, so I'm like, I'm not gonna turn around and tell a high school kid to shut up. This is, that would just be totally rude of me. But yeah, the whole night was just like wrong facts. The whole night, it was like he would be close. He would be close, right? But it was just like wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> but to his audience, he's uh, right, right, right. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. And shout out to Starachi going backside warrior back to back world team trials. Yeah, beat beat ringer, which was the match we thought we might see in the final, and it ends up happening for third. Or would that have been a semi? No, it would have been a. F um. Anyway, doesn't matter. A match yeah. we thought we'd see on the front side that did not uh, end up materializing there. I think, because... it been, I think it would have been a final, Christian. It would have been a final. Yeah. So what we had, Marsteller goes through Starachi first in a match where Starachi went and got the takedown late to put himself in the lead. And then you say, okay, he probably he's probably just going to shut it down here. And Marsteller yeah. gets in on the leg late, gets a clutch finish, and that was the match. I mean, it was a, it was a really good back-and-forth battle. And one thing that... Yes. If you watch Chance for a lot of years, like we all have, it's you know the the six minutes was not always a thing for him. It was tough, and now he's got meaning his meaning his gas tank. His gas tank was definitely suspect, and now that has been totally rectified, seemingly to this point. Now we'll see what seven, six minutes with Jordan that that can take a lot out of a man, but it's a little different. He it's it's, it's quite different, but that said, he's still. Uh, showed improvement there. So he beats Sirachi here, and then he beats McFadden, who had just beaten him um, for the, mm -hmm. um, yeah, to get I, the I finals. Yeah, I thought Chance looked really good. I had the same feeling as you in the Sirachi match. He got up 3-0. Sirachi started coming back, and I thought, oh, man, this is uh, right. This is going downhill for Chance. And then, dude, he came out and he got that takedown. It was really impressive. Um, yeah, he wrestled his butt off. That was where it was like, when when Carter puts out this tweet, and again, maybe he's trolling and trying to make this, uh, trying to elicit emotions, which is good because that's what he's doing. Right. Uh, so good job on that, Carter. Um, but it wasn't like Carter uh, Chance got lucky and got like a leg lace and got a whole bunch of points, and then he just couldn't come back on him. It was like, no, no, no you had your chance. You got up four three. This dude came back, got gritty on your ass, and got his two point takedown with a little bit of time left. That's when you'd be quiet for a week and you say, damn, he got me. He got me. I got to yeah. be quiet for a couple weeks. It, it was a nice single leg and finish. And Ch Chance has a lot of – he's just such a unique matchup, not just because, like, his, his body type is obviously unique. He's very short and squat. But you think for someone that's like a powerhouse, fire hydrant-type wrestler, he has crazy flexibility in his knee. And oh, I don't know super how funny. many – Single legs, he just quickly rubber kneed out of that the guys got in, like, no problem. He's, yeah. you know, obviously Jordan's a different thing, but he's clearly a, a top, you know, a top 10, 15 guy in the world. I think, I, I feel strong. Well, I feel like that. he's just been continuing. I feel like, I, I don't know what year he graduated college. It feels like it's been a little while now, uh, but he just has continued to get better and better and better, which is something like, you know, I know I made an article or just kind of blog post about how guys don't get better post-collegiately in the past and it seems like that that has taken a different turn and like someone like chance is a great example who is he's way better than he was how long did he graduate like three years ago four years ago 18 i think 18 or 19 look at four, four years ago chance endo nate jackson like all three of those guys yeah handful of years out of their 
collegiate career have just continued to get better and now we're in final X. They kept training, kept competing. And then for Chance, I mean, you can say it's the reps, but more than anything, his his sobriety is the thing he's crediting the most. And he's been so open and candid about it, even with his post-match interview two days ago, talking about, you know, and, and Kyle even asked him, why are you so open about this? He's like, because I faked it for so many years. He said, he said even at Lock Haven, I it wasn't real. I wasn't, I wasn't clean. I wasn't doing it right. I wasn't, that was phony. And for him to, you know, pull himself up out of that situation and, uh, you know, that's a lifelong battle he's, you know, he's going to be in. But it's exciting to see him like that, like, he and he said like this is the chance that I should that you should have been seeing all along, but I got in my own way. Um, and now clean chance and he's locked in and has really solid training partners. At I guess he is he at the I think NYC RTC. Well, there's just a video I think Reese put out of him and Nate Jackson kind of sparring, which it points out that that rubber knee and hip flexibility. You're talking about he's mm-hmm. doing a lot of it in the video and it said they're training partners. So I don't know if he's doing like part-time at a few different places. And then I think he's coaching wrestling also. Yes. He's got uh, still trained in Pennsylvania. Yeah, he's got still trained in Pennsylvania. But he had a couple of different coaches in his corner this weekend. Kendall. Reese. Yep. Kendall was. Reese was also in his corner. I know. I think he spent some time with Colette at the Navy uh, Marine. They go way back, RTC. Right? He talk, Yeah. And he talked about that too. He's like, Navy was awesome. They were great to me. He's like, I just, I just needed different. And I think he just said, I just need different training partners mm-hmm. there. Um, which he said he he rolls with Kenchadzi regularly and Shimizo, so he's got a uh, no shortage of elite training partners now. Um, so yeah, it make, makes a huge difference. And his two out of three with Chinzo was absolutely thrilling. I mean, the way that second match ended with Chinzo just selling out for like this was a double overs mm-hmm. throw that he got and just ends up coming out on top. At that moment, I was like, ah, that's probably going to do it. That's just a lot. When you have that second match and you're about to be in Final X and then you get thrown and you got to beat this dude again. But freaking, he he got tough and, you know, ends up winning that that third match. And I I came away so impressed with Vincenzo as well, just that the tournament he had beating, beating Ringer for the second time, kind of showing that it, what it wasn't what as we described it which was the first one we we're like yeah it's not really replicable uh, that's sort of flukish he got one four but really blah 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 and then t- he beat him again now do we think yeah. I mean, ringer that was kind of weird uh, uh well let's just talk about that for a the yeah. end sequence uh of vincenzo and dear i couldn't believe i don't know if it was dear getting tired but the way that he cracked him down there and then and then Deeringer doesn't react to getting cracked down by trying to like right at the end of the match to so do something try to sit the corner grab a crotch something like that I don't know if we can pull that clip up I watched um, it a bunch of times and it seemed like I don't know if Deeringer he was kind surprised of cashes it in I don't know if he, yeah maybe he he kind of did just you know turn down but Chinzo's like right hand like really pulls hard on the foot and kind of set him I wonder if he just had so much Pork on it. There was no like. Still, other things you can do there. I, I we we let's pull it up so we can just kind of watch it quick and talk about it. 
Yeah, Sorry, was, I should have had the time on that. It's it's, okay. it's what six minutes or five minutes and fifty some seconds. Yeah, very late in the that match. the right. We're making Tyler work hard today. Yeah, his, it's gonna be steam coming out of his uh, computer. Out of his computer, the hips for Chenzo are so so freaky. powerful. I mean, how many times does Ringer just get in deep, so deep, and just could not? Yeah. It was once or twice where I felt like he bailed a little early, maybe because of the threat, rather than like actually. Oh, being really? Forced up. Yeah. Man, wait. I, what do you say? What do you I mean? Think... Oh, you mean well, because he probably didn't want to end up in the overhook because that's where Chenzo works the best from. Right. Yeah. I kind of thought he just yeah. got stood up. Well, there was honestly. definitely a time or two like that, but it looked like a time or two where maybe eventually that would have happened, but that he bailed awfully quickly out of respect for Chenzo's. Hips and hooks. Yeah. Yeah. We got this clip or no? Yeah, it's, we're getting there. Okay, all right. So it's right towards the end of this match. Yeah, it's all like the way at the end. 20 seconds to go or so. Yeah, we're getting close. Well, we yeah. probably play from here. Yeah. So Ringer's up 2-1. Uh, I thought it was over for Vincenzo. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was done. I think he'd be able to find it. And he's just a lot of level changes. Boom, here. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Just like, I don't, like, he just turns down there. I don't know. Play it again. I wish we could play it in slow motion, but you guys don't have a slow motion option yet. Boom. Yeah, I was... I, and I wish we could see the the, the flip side of it. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I think Tyler has that, honestly. The flip side of it? Our, our, sorry, Tyler, our shooter, not uh, this Tyler. Okay. Yeah, that was. I was really surprised he was able to finish that kind of so easy. And then, yeah, Derringer just kind of went down. And I mean, even as he was getting tipped, he could have maybe you know tried to pull his. And I listen. I know this high level wrestling. He could have pulled his foot underneath him or tried to win splits or something to that effect. Yeah, we posted the clip in HD on uh, on Instagram. Let me see if I can find it really quickly. Okay. And uh, send it to him because I I do think it's worth from from the other side. Is that yeah, well, it's a it's certainly a better angle than that one. I don't know okay. if what I don't know what side you'll Yeah, it is the other side. All right, perfect. Let's see if we can see this. So, I'd say prior to the US Open, the uh outlook on Vincenzo was that he had separated himself a little bit from the field at 79. Do we see this as maybe a slight regression from Ringer or the field catching up to him? I think it's regression. Wait, I'm sorry. Say, say that one more time. The the outlook on Ringer going into the U.S. Open yeah. was that it's like a dig tier, a Ringer tier yeah, below, sure. pretty much. Now, oh, yeah. Re he's not even for sure. making finals. Yeah. So do you see that as regression or the field catching up as Vincenzo and Marcel are getting that much better? Yeah, I probably lost to Storaki, too. Um, yeah, I think it's – I think – Regression from Deer in there because there was a while he was wrestling at a I really, really hell. Yeah, but okay, so oh, wait, I wish we could pause it. Like, as that pulling happens, Vincenzo only has one arm on it. So the fact that he's pulling him in from there, that is just a really tough position to pull someone in from. Um, and, you know, especially an Alex Deeringer type of person, I just like kind of shocked it happened almost. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely weird. Uh, 
We're not going to finish all the weights. You're saying he's got the foot. Uh, oh, he, so yeah, how did, yeah, I guess See, Deeringer doesn't commit to that. I see what you're saying. Cause so Deeringer didn't commit to that. Well, now he's not on the foot. He's on the ankle, but yeah, but right. Even right here. It's like usually Deeringer. So, okay. I'll hold on. I'll try. So Deeringer, right. He's got the leg. And got Should so excited to, to do up. this. But if not, he could slide this back leg, back leg back for like a splits. Right. So he could go, he could go splits with that left leg. Well, and can then, he? Right. Does he have that sort absolutely, of Absolutely. Yeah, he can't. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he has the ability to do that move. But even if you can't go splits, you can sometimes go like a hurdlers where you're in a hurdlers stretch. I mean, like a Keegan or a Marsteller, they're going splits there for sure as you get tipped over from there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I think there was some an element of surprise or in his I, I think fatigue, too. Yeah, fatigue uh, like, for sure. Um, it makes a little more sense that he's down kind of like on the lower ankle sock. He, I didn't think he had the shoe. You said shoe, and I didn't think he had that. Um, and he's, he is closer than I thought he was because um, you can't see the hand from the other angle. But, yeah, right. that was still surprising. Yeah, 100%. And then, as we know, Chinzo beats or, uh, Chance beats Chinzo in the third match. Close one. Um, very competitive. And uh, I, I'm excited for – Chance versus Jordan, two out of three. Uh, happy for Chance to be in this position. Hope he can stay on the path, and he's got a lot more to give to wrestling, clearly. Yeah. Uh, should we get to some questions before? Because uh, we're not going to finish. Oh, we're just going to quit right now? Uh, let's, uh, let's finish these weights or try to get as close as we can and do, like, mega question show tomorrow. Yeah, and then because mega honest, Oh, I can't be on the show tomorrow. My son's graduating from elementary school, and apparently that's What? Um, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, so 86, uh, I don't, I don't know how much there is to say. I mean, Zahid is we, we thought he would be the class of this, this weight class, uh, leading into the, the matchup with David Taylor, him versus Mark Hall is just not a good matchup historically for Mark. And that didn't change. Well, I mean, Mark, they were pretty evenly split in college. Well, not really. Um, so I, no, I mean, it was like more. two and two, or like three and two. I thought it was like four and two. I don't think they wrestled six times. So in college. here, let me see. If, yeah, I don't think it What's was that many score? times. So uh, we had the headgear pool was their only meeting, and then of which Mark won. Yeah, Mark won the headgear one, and then he also won the uh, rec hall one. Those were the only two. Zahid, they only wrestled four times, uh, and so ZZ. Okay. But then Zahid beat him. More. He's two and zero now, three and zero in free in freestyle though. More than three, because uh, he beat him at the World Team Trials in 2019. He beat him overseas uh, in 2021. At Pelicone, that's two. two. And then here, did they not do two twice three? here? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because that was in the final. To oh, make can we it... talk? A, I got a, I got an issue with this. The moves that he's doing. What? Oh, the... I I like Zahid, but listen. At a high level, the one he, I mean, he literally choked out what's his face. Um, the only way that move works at a high level is if you literally render your opponent either unconscious or nearly unconscious. Um, why are we allowing people to do this? Choking people out is not, I mean, if we want to make choking people out a league of holding wrestling, we can do that. And I am a huge fan of applying pressure to the neck in order to make something happen, but you literally render people unconscious. By going the way he's going, you talk about choking people out more than anyone. 
I love it. You love I love this. it, but not all the way. Like you want to apply pressure to make them feel uncomfortable to make the move work. But like that move, you can literally make them go all the way unconscious. And that is the whole purpose. Cause if they don't go unconscious or near unconscious, they're not going over unless they suck. And at this level, no one sucks. Yeah. It, it was, it was two matches. It, it was six, out two of matches ten. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Wait. Yeah. So, so we're going to talk about this whole, uh, yeah, going, going that direction. Uh, doesn't work unless you either choke them all the way out or most of the way out. Um, they should really like watch that more and understand what's happening. Cause obviously it's a, it is a jujitsu hold also the way they're applying it in freestyle obviously wouldn't work in jujitsu cause the guy would just roll over. So you need it much tighter. And that's why they like last time go to, you know, this type of hold, but yeah. So, um, the referees should really just realize what's happening there and say, Oh, he's trying to choke him unconscious. Oh, he's about to go unconscious. Oh, maybe I should stop that. Yeah, because he choked out um, Morgan uh, in the the first period there, and it was funny. So let's you know, sitting Matt side, you hear everything, and so he yeah. chokes chokes that dude out. And Mark Perry just turns around, looks right at me, he goes, "That's David Taylor in two weeks," and he <laughs> said it to someone else. That's David Taylor in two weeks. Like we're beating right, this so guy. Choking people is unconscious. Um, and <laughs> well, that's, that's, I think it's more weird referring... to be yelling out. That's weird. Wrestling coaches are weird sometimes. That's weird. They do say strange things, but I think he was speaking more of the fact that they think they're going to beat David Taylor in two weeks. That's fine. He could be David Taylor. I mean, I don't think he's going Can to. He? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to get a lot more competitive. He's <laughs> getting better for sure. You think so? Yeah, I think it's going to get more competitive. They get closer. I don't think he's going to beat him. Do you think he gets a match? Mm. No, but I think both matches are really like Zahid scoring takedowns and it's competitive and it's close. Yes, I think in both matches. The the question is the pace of David versus Zahid. And Zahid is a it's weird because we see Zahid gas guys out sometimes, but also he can get tired as well. Yeah, the Burroughs match. Yes, of course. So if he's able to go hard for six minutes against David, that will that will serve him well, but it's just David has so many ways to score. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. That's the headliner match of Final X New York. Going to be going to be a great event. Uh, looking forward to that. 92, uh, we saw Nate Jackson. There's not much to say. This was uh, Nate Jackson and everybody else. Uh, he was this, a is big a bad, this is not a good way to class. No. Nate Jackson's uh, good. The rest of them, not so much. Yeah, I mean, Trumbull, good for him to make the finals, but, you know. Donnie was pinned. Downey was pinned, without yeah. question. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> he was super pinned. I, but when I watched it live, I was like, oh, man, they just want to get Downey the heck out of here. Then I watched the replay, and I was like, oh, he was crazy He's pinned. definitely pinned. Definitely <laughs> pinned. Because I, I was calling one match, and I just had a side eye on that one, because obviously. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty pinned dude. And, uh, so, yeah, that's nothing really to say. I mean, other than Nate Jackson versus Jaden Cox, we can get into it later. But uh, you know, well, they've wrestled. It's, it's the same at 74, which we kind of skipped, that it was oh yeah, Nolf domination. Nolf and I think Nolf actually looks better than, than we've seen in freestyle. Yes, I, he's getting I, better. I know Another it's not guy. the field of, you know, incredible dominators, but he, I think he is improving. Now, then again, there's, well, the final boss is Kyle Dake, and that's a completely different situation final boss 97 colin moore dominates uh mike mock makes it to 
a rematch against Kyle Snyder, his former teammate, and not a lot to say there because Colin Moore's just a, such a decided underdog in that match, as good as he is. And heavyweight went about as expected. I thought Cass might give Gwiz at least a match or something a little bit better. But Really? Hasn't he always? I mean, did, don't you remember they did that? Who they did the what was that oh. match they did a few years ago and Cass beat him just like this? No, no, no. Yes, this happened. It was all Hawkeyes had someone. Yeah, remember they had like a Hawkeye versus someone match. It was during Corona period. Yeah, I know, but he killed him. Quiz killed Cassiope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not what you yeah, said. Yeah, that's though. what I said. You I said, said just no. like this because he killed him now, right? Right. You just said the opposite names. Um. Oh, oh, my bad. It's okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I was. I didn't expect. I mean, I was. It was, of the matches that were happening. It was one I was just most interested in, but I didn't think. I, I thought, thought you know maybe Cassiope could like get a takedown or. He got in on a nice high crotch, but yeah, Quiz Quiz too much. Quiz mm-hmm. gonna make this team. You got to figure at one twenty five. Yeah. <sighs> so we got a lot more stuff um, to get to, but we can get to it. Uh, well, shoot, I'm not gonna be here tomorrow. Oh, I know a question. <laughs> I know a what, question. What? Does, and uh, this is good. This is a big triumphant moment for for me. And I think triumphant. Um, it's well. Can we put the Amin versus Ringer thing to bed finally, once and for all? Yes, finally. But this, but man, when um, when Wait, that was what year was it? 2019. There may have yeah, been a time where it would have been this a thing. Different. But this, yeah. No, I mean, there was a time, and there was times when it wasn't a thing because Deeringer was that much better. I mean, Deeringer almost beat Kyle Dake. That was a, remember the match in Vegas, which was 20, uh, 2019 or 2018? That was in 18. And 2019 18. was Round Rock. Yeah, I mean, so 19 was not quite as close as the 2018 match. But, yeah, I mean, there there was, there right now is not the time, but there were times when Alec Deeringer was for sure a top five guy in the world. Yes, yeah. No, no question. Now they're training partners. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was an interesting match. But they still have not wrestled. I still watch them wrestle. Uh, can you put a plug in for Anthony Robles going for twenty four hour pull up record? Uh, what's it, and what he's raising money for? Well, I don't know the answer to the second question, but I'm happy to plug it. Um, he's doing like seven thousand pull ups or something. It's absurd. That, that is just insane. I. I know, I know. He only has one leg, and that, yeah, I get that. But it's still just it's absolutely, abs- it's absolutely yeah. absurd. Um, yeah, because like, I think about like, wear, like gloves or how something? many pull-ups could you do? I think, I think in a twenty-four hour period, I think I can. I don't know if I can get to a thousand. I don't know if I can get to a thousand in twenty-four. I mean, because hours. At, at yeah, that's the thing. At some point, I'll be so fatigued, I won't be able to do. Yeah. Your muscles will just like be like, no. I, I know I did Murph, and Murph is a hundred, and you do them consecutively, right? And so I, I think I know I did the Murph in like thirty-nine minutes. So that means like kind of like there's five seconds of run. Doesn't do them consecutively. So yeah, I, I break, did kind of like eight-minute eight section. I did a hundred, uh, but yes, by the end of the eight, the end of the hundred. I'm doing like two at a time, but you know, my arms are exhausted. Yeah. Could you do 50 an hour for 24 hours? I think yeah, I, well, I don't, I mean, obviously I never tried, um, 15 hour for, so that would be what? 1,200 pull-ups. 
You have to go 24 hours, though. That's with, like, no sleep. You're not sleeping. Yeah, you're not sleeping. Or you just wake up in the middle of the night, just crank out, crank out 50 pull-ups, and then you're done. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, I think we I, could I get 1,000. I have no hour. interest in finding out if it's true, if I could. I think we could get to 1,000 in, in 24 hours. Yeah. I know I always went once I, whenever I was getting, uh, like, fight in fight camps, whenever I would uh, lose body weight and even if it was just like 10 to 12 pounds, um, I, my pull-ups would go up by a lot, you know, like say I started camp at like 195 ish somewhere. And then by the end, I'm like in the mid to low one eighties, like my pull-ups got so much better. So he's going for, this is audacious. 7,000, it's like 7,000 something. 7,715 pull-ups in 24 hours. He's got to be like wearing gloves, right? Like your hands would just rip to shreds. I would imagine he's wearing gloves in this picture right here. And he probably has some pretty fantastic uh, calluses. But, man, that said, what an it. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. When's he doing this? Um, I don't know. It's, it's coming out. It's this week sometime. I, did, I just read about it. So it's definitely this week sometime. So he like fast before he does it. Um. Wait, why? I know, like or I know, still? or not fast, but like you know, sort of cuts. I know he did that for his sixty-second one, but I'm wondering, can you do that? Why is it that makes you lighter, right? Of course, but you need the energy for twenty-four hours. He's going to have to go into it somewhat fueled. You're not going to be able to do seven thousand. I assume he'll eat throughout it as well. Yeah, man, that's that just does not sound like a fun day to me. Seven thousand pull-ups. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so that's very good. Uh, good luck to Anthony. Please get it. If you're raising money for something, I will plug it when I find out what it is. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. Let's uh, let's call it a show. I'm I'm full Ben Askren right now. I have to pee. I gotta pee so bad. So too. bad. So bad. <laughs> I don't know what happened, or I changed up my. Normally, so I'm like 300 pull-ups per hour. 300 pull-ups per hour. Over. 321 per hour. No way. Only you, Anthony. You got this, dude. So ridiculous. Best of luck. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow. I think Shane's going to be on. I think I'm not. I know I'm not. I'm not going to be a deadbeat father. We'll be there. So uh, I'm out of here. I got to pee. Goodbye. I'm done. I'm going to beat you to the bathroom. Christian, you got like, you got a hundred meter dash to the bathroom. I have like seven, seven feet. I'm the only tough one here. <laughs>